This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Bloemfontein Magistrates Court yesterday heard applications from six co-accused who appeared before the court. Um, the convicted murderer, rapist, uh, Tabo Bester, and his girlfriend, Dr. Nandipa Makudumana, along with the uh, six, uh, which included Dr. Makudumana's father, Zolile Sekeleni, all made another appearance uh, before the court uh, yesterday. The group of six accused uh, are accused of aiding and abetting the convicts a daring escape from the Mangaung Correctional Center in May last year. However, before court proceedings got underway, it was announced that uh, Tabo Bester and Dr. Magudumana would appear virtually from the Correctional Services Facility where they're being held. Uh, on Monday, the Department of Correctional Services announced that Mr. Bester will appear in court virtually from Kosimampuru, the second correctional center in Pretoria, due to security concerns. Uh, let's speak to, uh, just to get a bit more perspective on why things played out the way they did. Uh, on the line, I've got attorney Zola Machavu. Mr. Machavu, good morning to you. Good to be speaking to you again. It's been a while. Good morning, Bratiti and the team and my powerful listeners. Yes, it has been a while, but uh, it's good to be back and thanks for the opportunity. Good to have you back. Right, let's start with this, uh, um, what uh, some people thought was some kind of uh, privilege that was extended to Tabo Bester and Nandi Pamakutumana in terms of uh, them being allowed to appear virtually. What are the considerations when it comes to that sort of thing? Um, firstly, it is not unusual. It is not unheard of. Mm-hmm. It may just not be something that we are used to. I remember during the advent of the first uh, streak of, of COVID-19, most of these kind of appearances were held virtually in the event that the relevant courts had the capacity to do so. In Protea, in Soweto, for example, is one of those courts that piloted this system mm-hmm. many years ago. So it is something that you're going to see a lot of depending on the type of appearance. In yeah. this instance, it was simply going to be an appearance for a short postponement. Yeah. And because Hosimampur is kitted with that uh, capability as well as the Bloemfontein Magistrates Court, that specific court, Court 20 yeah. in particular, it has been kitted with that facility and I have used it previously before. Yeah. In this instance, the reasons given where security concerns you can imagine to transport such a high-risk uh, convictee from mm-hmm. pretoria to bloomfontein would require a huge number of uh, uh, officials mm-hmm. to escort mm-hmm. him then the risk of him being intercepted and probably being whisked away uh, is real and only to make a two-minute uh, appearance and then he's got to track all the way back you know, um, 800 kilometers, I mean, the round trip would be around 800 or so kilometers. So it is not unreasonable that such an arrangement was made. It is still open to the court to determine how an uh, accused person may appear, Mm. the form of such an appearance. In some instances, an an accused person who is not necessarily going to be actively involved in court proceedings may even be excused 
from attendance. Mm. So in this instance, they were not totally excused. They simply appeared virtually for the purpose of a postponement. So a court can sit anywhere. For okay. example, a court may also sit uh, at your studios. Yeah. If, for example, there, there is evidence that the court needs to collect there. It is called an inspection in local. So where the court literally moves from the court building to a particular place. So as long as the court officials are there, including the the court orderly, the stenographers and everyone, a court can practically sit anywhere. A court can mm. even sit in the in the house of a judge. So depending on, on, on if for example it's an urgent application, we need to stop T T from leaving the country mm. to a country with, 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 with whom we don't have an extradition treaty. Uh, an urgent application can be can be can be conducted and if it is convenient to do it at a particular place for convenience it can still be done. So it is actually something that is not necessarily the norm, but something that is permissible. And in this instance, it made perfect sense. And right. I don't think the state can be faulted yeah. in that arrangement. And the ultimate discretion here is that with the presiding officer in terms of whether uh, it, it, permission is granted for someone to appear virtually or whatever the case be. Correct. It is not open to you as an accused person. If your circumstances are such that uh, you need to appear at a place other than a designated courthouse, it must be done on application and on good good cause shown. And if the presiding officer is of the view that there is merit in such a request, such an application, then he or she may grant it and may also grant it with further conditions that may obviate whatever concerns that may be there. So it is not Tabiso deciding, no, I don't want to go to court today. Can I please appear virtually? No, it doesn't happen that way and it shouldn't happen that way. It will not be allowed. So Mm -hmm. it is on application. The final decision rests with the presiding officer. He may decide that, no, I'm not convinced Mm. for open justice sake and and this and that other consideration. I want this particular person to come. And if that is the court's ruling, then regardless of how costly, how tedious it may be, those arrangements will have to be made. You also said, you indicated a short while ago that the court can actually sit anywhere um, if it can be proven, if there are circumstances that uh, dictate that that should happen. Would that also extend to how... Um, you know, officials of the court uh, present themselves. I'm talking here about the lawyers now because uh, I saw the new attorney uh, or the uh, legal representative of Tabo Besta dressed in what I'll define as smart casual sans the robes that you uh, normally wear to court. What's the deal there? Um, I'm glad you asked that. Ordinarily, and something that we inherited, the legal practitioners who answer to the title of advocate, for some reason they were permitted, or they used to be permitted, they may still be permitted. When they appear in the lower courts, mm-hmm. they appear unrobed. As long as they're wearing a white shirt, a somber tie, and a jacket, they are deemed to be properly attired from court. Mm-hmm. And those who were regarded as, as, as attorneys, maybe perhaps not so serious practitioners, it's mm-hmm. just a perception, you always have to appear robed. So I don't know what the title of that particular person is. So if he appeared without a robe... Not even uh, a tie. No, that, that's, that, that's totally unacceptable. And as a presiding officer, uh, it ought not to be allowed. In fact, in, the, in, in our days, you used to be chased away. A magistrate would say to you, 
Uh, Mr. Tim, I don't see you in my court. He said, but I'm here, my lord. I don't see you. And then senior <laughs> guys will, will nudge you and say, Imrena, you're you not properly robed. And some used to chase out. You can't come with a, in court in a blue tie. It's mm. got to be a white tie and not a yellow, I mean, a, a white shirt, not even a yellow tie, but a dark-colored, somber uh-huh. tie. Yeah. And if you were not, even if you were robed, but your shirt was not white, your tie was deemed inappropriate, Correctly so. Those old school topies yeah. used to say, get out of my court and come back when you're properly attired. You can't come with a red suit. Yeah, yeah he'll keep saying, hey, I don't see you. I don't see. Some would wear a pointer jacket, like <laughs> a pointer, on top. It is wrong, guys, and that is not how uh, legal practitioners must appear. In fact, there is a, 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 a robing a protocol that tells you, you may not even rope or de-rope, while your court is in, in session, you, you, you jump outside, you rope, and then you come back and say, my apologies, and then you stand up and address the court. So the, the, the attire is properly regulated, and if that person appeared like that, they are simply out of order. Mm-hmm. They are bringing our name into disrespect. And what is the rationale behind the such strict uh, rules around, uh, you know, the, the way that you are, your appearance and the way you dress and the way you address the court and stuff like that? Just very briefly. It, 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 it's, it's decorum. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like everything else, etiquette, decorum, your presentation, because remember, you are in a court of law, which is open to the public. It's not your bedroom or your, 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 your favorite shebeen. Mm-hmm. Every, every institution has got rules. Nurses wear a particular uniform. Sure. Doctors wear a particular uniform. You're not going to rock up in the studio wearing shorts just because we don't see you. Mm. There is a team with which we, you work. The rules may be slightly relaxed, but I think you must still be dressed in a manner that shows that you respect those around you. Got that you. is the rationale. But court processes are generally a, a, a place that is regarded as the highest form of, 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 of what ought to attract respect so if you dress yeah. in a manner that does not inspire confidence and respect you are bringing the entire justice system into disrepute that is why it is in fact even the presiding officers you'll never find the presiding officer rocking up without a rope if it's a criminal court mm. in the high court he'll be wearing a red robe mm. with that uh, white uh, 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 beep if Don't it you. is in civil courts they wear a black robe and they always appear robed like that from the the the, the honor paiki as we call it mm. up until the the beep and the gown on top Got you, you will never see them appear so you are robed properly as a presiding officer and someone decides to appear before you as if that is been it's out of order you ought not even to allow them to address you because they are not properly before you zona machavu as always great talking to you and thank you so much uh, for your insights Hey, Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.